Welcome to the New Mind Creator Podcast with your host, Maurice, the New Mind Creator. Today, I'll be talking about what were you designed to do. Please make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you receive alerts when new episodes are available on Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, please leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify. When I was eight years old, I used to follow my great aunt's husband around the house. He was a father figure and one of the wisest men I've ever met. And as he was working in the kitchen one day, he was completing a project and he needed a a screwdriver. And he asked me, did I know what a flathead screwdriver was or Phillips head screwdriver? And I said, no, of course, because I didn't know. And he attempted to explain it to me. And he said, oh, that's okay." So what he did was he went into the drawer and got a knife. And the screw that he needed to screw in, he used a knife and it worked. And as an eight year old kid, I was just amazed. And he screwed it in and then he placed that knife in a different drawer. And anytime projects would come around the house that he needed to use it for, he would use it to scrape things, screw things, you name it. And over a period of time, what happened was the frets that is used to fasten the blade, the wooden blade into the knife, it wore away and it broke and he had to throw the knife away. And the reason it happened, because although it worked, it wasn't designed to screw screws. Even you, you were designed to do something. You have a dominant gift to do something, but you're using your gift to do something totally opposite of what you were designed to do. So what happens each and every day? You go to a particular job that you don't like, you wear away, you become a little more broken, you become a little more irritable, and you're wearing away, even though you're getting a salary that may be pleasurable to you, you are not satisfied. I wouldn't say happiness because we can create happiness anytime we desire but you're unfulfilled, unsatisfied. I remember the movie, The Equalizer. Some of you may have seen it. And Denzel Washington's character was, you know, talking to this woman in a diner, this young lady. She was a prostitute. And she asked him about a book that he was reading. And it was called The Old Man in the Sea. And she said, what happened in the book? What was the conclusion? And he told her, he said, you know, the old man tied the fish to the boat and the sharks ate the fish. And she was like, oh, wow, that's not a good ending. And he said, it depends on how you look at it. He said, the old man got to be the old man. The fish got to be the fish. And he said, you got to be who you are in this world, no matter what. 
she was having a difficult time being who she was in the world. So she was using herself for prostitution, although she wasn't designed. She didn't have a pleasure to do that. She really was a singer, but she had lost hope over the years. And even you can lose hope, even though you may know what you should be doing. You're doing something different because you lost hope and you now don't have the courage to do what you were designed to do. There is a synchronicity when you do something you were designed to do. There aren't a lot of things that go, well, there could be things that go wrong, but yet there's something that happens that clicks within you and it works. I remember also the Shawshank Redemption, which is one of my favorite all-time movies. I have seen this movie at least a hundred times, I believe. And, you know, we have to face what Red faced in the movie. He was in prison for decades and he finally got out and he made a promise to a friend, but he just saw destruction around him. He didn't see anything that was pleasurable to him. He saw a previous person who got out of prison and he hung himself and he was at a crossroad. And he said to himself, get busy living or get busy dying. And that's what we may be faced with sometimes, not a literal death, physical death most of the time, but it's an emotional death that takes place within us. And we go through the motions, just surviving every single day, just the same routine every single day that we are unfulfilled by. And we need to take heart. We need to develop the courage that we lost. And it's our decision. Now, you can have more than one gift operating in your life, but you only tend to have one dominant gift. And that dominant gift, if you're true to that, it will bring you into a place that you can now express the lesser gifts that you have. But if you try to utilize your lesser gifts first and try to place it in the forefront, you will be imbalanced because you're not true to yourself. You raise your dominant gift to its highest height, and then you will have room to begin to express most of you, all of you. Maybe something happened that made you bury your gift. You know what it is, but you decided to bury it. That's your decision. But yet, in order to come out from that, you must do something to get out of it. But it's all reliant upon you. What will you do? What do you have the courage to do? You can say, oh, well, it didn't work the last time I tried to do something and, you know, I made an album or I paint a piece of art and it didn't go well, but you have to be at peace with what you're doing. When you fall in love with your expression 
others will fall in love with your expression because they will begin to see the enthusiasm within you. And enthusiasm is contagious. What were you designed to do? Ask yourself the question if you may not even know. Some of you may not know because you never thought of it. You just thought of, okay, I'll just get a job and try to make as much money as I can in order to survive, in order to take care of the necessities, the day-to-day life and living. And you're satisfied with that. But there might come a day that you're unsatisfied, unfulfilled. Then you go searching within. Everything you need is already in your life. It's awaiting your ability to recognize it. It's already there. Whatever you need is already there. But you have just been diminishing it, not placing a high enough value on it. When you begin to place a higher value on it, you will also begin to see the magic within it, that majestic thing within it. Do you have the courage to even try again once you fail? We all fail at things, but do you have the courage to try again? I remember Dr. Ernest Holmes, he has this quote. He said, life is a mirror and will reflect back to the thinker what he thinks into it. We're constantly thinking into our inner thoughts and it's being reflected in our outer world. This is our decision, the negativity we're thinking, we're ingesting, this poison of not good enough, ingesting that internally, our negative self-talk. And it reflects back to us. And we think it's the outside world that's causing my inner turmoil. But it's your inner turmoil that's being manifested in your physical life. And you can change it whenever you decide to. Because you are in control of your feelings and your thoughts. Nobody else. You may think That person, this person, that circumstance, that's the reason why I'm in this place. But as long as you can always blame someone else or outer circumstances, you will never change your life because now you become a victim. You are not a victim in your life when you have the capability to do something. Things happen in life. I'm not talking about there are some things that happen in life. But what will you do now with the pieces that you have? You may have pieces now because that happened to you. This happened to you. But if you stay there in that just in that rut, in that negativity, that thing that happened to you has claimed your life. But if you decide, you just decide, you know, I want something different. Dare to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. Nobody else. Once you began believing, other people will begin believing. But enough, everything starts within you. I have this quote that says, you say it's what happened to you outwardly in this world. I say it's what you are doing to you inwardly. What are you doing to you inwardly? The poison 
of your negativity? What are you doing to you inwardly? Oh, this person, uh, they don't believe in me. They don't like me. All of this negative self-talk you are giving to yourself. Nobody's doing it but you. So ask yourself, your, yourself a question. What were you designed to do or what am I designed to do? Think about the different things that bring you pleasure, satisfaction. When you help people, it may bring you satisfaction in a way. You may be good with numbers. You may be good with your hands and you can be a mechanic, but you're saying to yourself, oh, I need a building, a shop in order to be a mechanic. But no, you don't. Anybody in your neighborhood, you can begin right there. You can begin changing oil for people. And I know a lot of people hate uh, just staying at a car shop for an hour or two waiting on their oil to be changed. You can do it in the comfort of their own homes. And you can just come by and change the oil and be about your business and you're solving a problem. And you're also fulfilling a purpose within yourself. You're doing something you were designed to do. You're using your hands. You're using your intellect in that way. Some people may be uh, artistic and their artistic expression could be different. It could be a musician. It could be a painter. It could be numerous things. But you have to start where you are. There's enough opportunity. If you're an actor, you can start where you are. Maybe you can start in front of your, your computer, start at your school, start in your uh, neighborhood, rent out the building in your neighborhood, have your friends and family come and set up production there. You don't need to necessarily go to Hollywood or Atlanta, but you can, but you don't need to start there. You remember Tyler Perry, he's in Hollywood, he's all over the place, Atlanta, you name it, but he didn't start there. He started where he was. He started in Louisiana and he began to gain traction around the world around different states, different cities, because he was doing this expression, what he was designed to do, acting, bringing people pleasure through comedy. And you must, whatever it is, no matter how insignificant, you may love children, you could have a daycare, you could develop a school because you love teaching kids, whatever it is, you must now begin to be true to yourself. Thank you for listening to The New Mind Creator Podcast with your host, Maurice, The New Mind Creator. This podcast has been sponsored by Abundant Sports and True Serum. Head over to www.mauriceflornoy.com to receive more motivation and insight to help create your new mind.